Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. I've been seeing some um, pretty cool stuff happen of late. Some pretty cool miracles happening of late. Prayed for... Uh, Somebody a couple of weeks ago at, uh, at our Bayho campus, someone 15 years of tinnitus ringing in their, in their ear was healed on the altar just a couple of weeks ago. 15 years gone. There's just been a nice, powerful flow of the Holy Spirit. I was up in um, Boise this weekend with Pastor Shelley. Sorry, you got to hear me again, Pastor Shelley. But uh, we were up there and it was powerful. They hadn't, they hadn't had like a move of God, um, kind of like this is what they were saying anyways, yet. They're only six weeks old. And, uh, but we opened up the altar and um, this lady who had an accident 30 years ago had been in back pain for 30 years. Just, I don't know, 10 second, 30 second prayer healed just like that of pain for 30 years. Another guy was diagnosed like a detached retina. I can't remember the name of the, the condition, but he hadn't been able to see out of his eye for months. And, and he called me just yesterday and he said, uh, he said, man, I can see again. I haven't been able to see for months. I can see again. His eye just opened right there on the altar. And uh, so there's been, a, there's been a, a beautiful flow. Tonight, if you need healing, healing is going to be in the house. On Sunday... Uh, this Sunday, I'm preaching on Sunday, and I'm going to talk about physical healing. And so I want you to bring people that, that are sick, maybe people that are in pain, people that have been diagnosed things. We're going to pray. We're going to teach a little bit, and we're going to pray and see, and see the miracle power of God. Amen. This other lady, she came up, her and her husband, uh, after the service on Sunday, and uh, had an altar call, and she was like on her knees on the altar, and I'm thinking, man, she's just so spiritual, worshiping the Lord. And uh, so I was kind of going down praying for people. After the service, she comes up, and, and her and her husband, and she said, uh, I didn't want to, like, just walk out and leave, but I've been, I've, I, I don't know if I've caught some virus or something. I've been so sick since yesterday. Um, and she had gotten married the day before. And so she fought through her wedding day and night and then came to church the next day and she told her husband in the middle of the service she's like you need to take me to the emergency room after service and uh, she said the reason she was on her knees is because she couldn't stand up she was in so much pain and so after the but after the service she waited around like half an hour to tell me that uh, power God hit her when she was on her knees in the altar and she was healed like that didn't have to go to the emergency room when the Holy Ghost touches your life it's like free health care I hate paying for the emergency room. <laughs> I hate that stuff. But, um, but let me just pray. Father, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for the anointing. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're the, the author of healing. 
the author of breakthrough, power. And, and we just ask that you would touch every single life here today in some way, whatever way they need to hear from you. Healing in their body and their minds and their souls. I pray you would touch every single person here. Fill this room with your presence. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. amen. You can be seated. Punch somebody on the way down. You guys want to take a break until my second point? It's going to be fast. Yeah. Maybe just tell my second point. It's going to be like in five minutes. <laughs> I'm going to preach short so we can pray, okay? So, um, so we've had kind of a full, like, last... 17 years of my life, maybe more, but the last few months have been like crazy, right? So most of the time when, when, when life is full and life is crazy, to kind of add something like travel to your schedule um, would stress people out. So on Friday, or sorry, on Saturday morning, I got on a plane to go to Boise, like I said, and I was coming back on Sunday night, and things had just been a little bit wild around, and so most people would look at that as a stressful thing to do. But when I look at um, getting on a plane, I get excited. When I get on a plane, I disappear from life. From the second that I get on a plane and can get to the Wi-Fi, I'm watching a movie. Until the second I land and they turn off the Wi-Fi, I'm watching a movie. My wife gets annoyed at me because even if our kids are on the plane, I'm like, out. They can't really go anywhere. I don't care if they drink Coke, just whatever. And so um, I, like, I like getting on planes. So the fact that we had a full schedule, I see getting on a plane like relaxation time. Like I love it. I just, I it's like I go to a different world called La La Land. And I just disappear from, from decisions, from chaos, from the world, from everything, including my family. <laughs> my wife's always hitting me and I'm like, what? It's like I get, I get a little jumpy. On the, on the plane. Um, and I like watching action movies on the plane because my wife doesn't like action movies. So when I get on a plane, I watch action. Yeah. Pastor Charles, yeah. you got three women in your house. You watch action movies on the plane. <laughs> so if I go to like London, I would just watch three movies. I don't even care in a row. And uh, the only thing that bugs me is when like the, the announcer comes on or the stewardess comes on. So, like, I'm, I'm watching Fast and Furious, the most unrealistic action series of all time. And I'm not recommending it, so don't, like, email me or whatever. Just, I'm just telling you I'm watching Fast and Furious. And, like, it's the part where Dom, or Vin Diesel, is trying to rescue his lady, Letty. And they're on this two-way bridge with a big gap in the middle of the bridge, and they're way up high. And they're, they're, they're trying to rescue Letty because she forgot that she's with Vin Diesel, with Dom. She forgot about her past life. And so she's starting to recognize things. And so they're trying to rescue her, but she's on the bad guy team now. And they're literally in a tank running over cars on this side of the bridge. And these guys are in all their tricked out cars on this side of the bridge. And somehow Dom, Vin Diesel propels himself over the gap in the bridge to try to rescue Letty, who was falling to her death. 
And so he propels himself. And she's coming this way, and he's coming this way, and then, eh. We are approaching our descent to San Diego, and please put your trade tables up in their upright position in your back and pick up your trash. And, oh, by the way, can we sell you a credit card? We'll give you a free whatever. And I'm just like... Like, I, it's like I, it's like I was in La La Land, now I'm back into chaos. And so then it goes back, and I'm thinking, does he rescue her? And somehow he comes back, and he catches her in midair, turns slightly like this, and then bashes on the windshield of the car on the other side of the bridge, somehow not getting hurt at all. Evan. That's something Evan would do. No scratches, no broken bones, but the windshield shattered, but nothing happened to Dom Toretto. And then the next scene, Letty, the one he saved, comes up to him, and it was like this beautiful moment. And she's like, how did you know that there was going to be a car stopped to break our fall? And Vin Diesel's like, I didn't know. <laughs> Sometimes you got to act in faith. And he talks with a low voice. He never raises his voice. He probably had on a tank top. <laughs> and a gas station shirt. <laughs> He's so cool. He's so cool. But what a moment. Sometimes you got to act in faith. I tell you that story, it has very little to do with my message, actually. Because I was, in, I was in bliss. And I asked God, I said, God, what do you want me to talk about on Wednesday? As I'm in La La Land, watching Fast and Furious. And I just hear, it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke, and that gets me excited because God will usually give me a verse or a title, and then it's like, it's like a treasure hunt. What do you mean by that, Lord? And so I go to the, to the Bible, and I start to, to research that scripture found in Isaiah. And in Isaiah, Isaiah's prophesying, title of message is anointing, by the way. The, 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 uh, in Isaiah 10, if you want to come, come with me there, um, Isaiah is prophesying to, to Israel, to God's people, and he's saying, he's saying, you have been enslaved by Assyria, but there is a remnant left of you, and I'm going to turn my anger from you, Israel, because you defied me and turned your back on me, and I'm going to turn my anger towards Assyria. And no longer are you going to be dependent on the ones that have conquered you, Assyria. I'm going to set you free. So Isaiah is prophesying this, and he comes to the verse he comes to the verse in Isaiah 10, 27, and it says, and it shall come to pass in that day. Say that day, that day. is this day. That day. Say that day, that day. is this day. That day is this day. I didn't come to you tonight to prophesy about a later day. I came to prophesy about this day. It came to a pass on this day. That, this, that his burden, the burden of Assyria on you, Israel, will be taken away from your shoulder. The pressure, the ungodly weight, all of the bombardment of culture, LGBTQ, tuck friendly, target, all of the dudes dressing up as 
girls and dancing, all of the, the media, we're going to put vaccines in your food and in your meat and in your vegetables. We're going to have a one world government. All your money is going to be in uh, technology. All of the burden that is on your shoulder is going to be removed this day. And his yoke, the Assyrian yoke from your neck, and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. The King James says because of the anointing. Because of the anointing. It says because of the anointing oil. The yoke is what, is a, it's, a, it's a wooden uh, cross piece between two oxen, and it controls the oxen on where they're going to go. It, it, it makes them go certain directions. It, it's, it's a picture of Israel being enslaved by Assyria. So it's saying the yoke of slavery is going to be destroyed. Whatever has been enslaving you, maybe it's depression, maybe it's perversion, maybe it's fear, maybe it's anxiety, whatever has been enslaving you, maybe it's past behaviors, whatever has been enslaving you, tonight the anointing is going to destroy that yoke. It's going to destroy that yoke. When the anointing comes, it destroys and sets free. So the burden in this scripture goes away, doesn't get destroyed. But the yoke gets destroyed. So the burden may be lifted on you. It doesn't mean it's going to go away necessarily. It just means you're going to be able to operate without pressure on you. You're going to be able to withstand the bombardment of culture without it weighing you down. So the burden is going to be lifted off your shoulder, but the yoke is going to be destroyed. In Jesus' name. Uh, in the Old Testament, what they would anoint people, and it means to smear or to rub oil. And they would, they, would, they, would, they would smear oil on you, and it would be like your initiation into your office. So Samuel came and anointed David to be king. So he, he smeared oil on David, and David became a king. It was his initiation into his office. The, the oil is a symbolic picture of the Holy Ghost. So you see, when, when Samuel anoints David, the Bible says he anoints him to be king, and then the Holy Ghost comes and stayed with him from that point forward. So it's, it's a smearing of, of oil, and it's a picture of the Holy Spirit. Now, in this passage of Scripture, God was speaking to me about you personally, but how many people know if you get affected personally by the anointing, it's going to affect people around you? Come on, if you break a curse in your family, your kids aren't going to have to deal with it. If you and I receive the anointing and we step into our office, it's going to affect our city. They would anoint prophets, kings, and priests, and they would be initiated into their office. Guess what? You and I, kings and priests. You and I are kings and priests. The anointing can come on you and you can step into your office of a king or a priest or a prophet. In this instance, the, the anointing was going to come. The anointing was going to come on those prophets, priests, and kings that had been faithful and they were going to break the chains of a, the Assyrian enslavement. So when you and I when you and I receive the anointing, operate in the anointing, we will set people free around us. So your freedom matters to the people around you. Your freedom matters to your kids, to your family, to your friends. It matters. 
The anointing is going to come. It's going to take the burden from you. And it's going to destroy the yoke. Jesus came, 1 John 3, 8, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. The anointing destroys the works of the devil. He wants to enslave you because he's wicked. He wants to control you because he's the devil. But the, the anointing will break the yoke. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 to 30. And this is kind of how I was feeling on the plane as I was watching Fast and Furious. It says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Don't learn from the Assyrians that have you enslaved. Learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So Jesus came and made an exchange our yoke for his yoke, our burden for his burden. He made an exchange. How do you know it's him? Because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Yes, he wants to direct your life. He wants to put a yoke on you and direct your life. But guess what? His paths drip with abundance. He wants to put a burden on you that's light. You know why? Because he wants to motivate you to do something for the kingdom of God. You should have a burden to change your life and the life around you. It might be light, but you got to have a burden of, of some kind. But he's exchanged the, his yoke for your yoke, his burden for your burden. Psalm 23, 5 says, you will, David speaking, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup runs over. So you can be in the presence of your enemies, and God can anoint your head with oil, the anointing. This anointing is a hospitality anointing. It's almost like God, God will take care of you even in the presence of your enemies. He can prepare a table before you and bring the anointing so that you don't have to operate with weight on you even if, even if your enemy is right there before you. So the first thing the anointing does is it will bring you peace. It will bring rest to your soul. Come on, when you get set free of your yoke and your burdens, you can have peace. It can be like you at 30,000 feet watching the fast and the furious. You can have peace. So when the anointing comes, it brings peace. When the anointing comes, it brings purpose. Point number two, worship team, you can come back out. When the anointing comes, it brings purpose. Listen to what Jesus says in Luke 4, 18 to 19. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. With, you, with the anointing comes the appointing. You're not going to get anointed without being appointed. The anointing isn't just for you. It's to set you and motivate you for your purpose. So Jesus says, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel purpose to the poor, sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to pro proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. The anointing is a supernatural power for a supernatural assignment. When the anointing comes on you, you will find purpose touching your life. When the anointing came on me, when the Holy Ghost came on me, all of a sudden I had this 
purpose on the inside of me that I wanted to see the power of God flow in all areas of my life. All of a sudden, I wanted to, 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 to change the world for God. My, my, I got purpose in me when, when the anointing came. Some of you are in here and you're confused about your purpose. The anointing will give you purpose tonight. It will bring clarity to you. It will, you may not know exactly what you're going to do tonight, but the, when the anointing comes, your world will start to get clear. It will put you on purpose. So the first thing that happens, or one of the things that happens when the anointing comes, is you will find peace. The other thing that you will find is purpose. The last thing I'm going to talk about tonight you will find is power. So you will find peace, you will find purpose, and you will find power. Acts 10.38 says this, and this helped me understand what the anointing is. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, he smeared him with the Holy Spirit and with power. So when, the, when you get anointed, the Holy Ghost comes, and he brings with him power and fire, who went about doing good purpose and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So the anointing came on Jesus just a couple of chapters earlier when he got baptized in the Holy Ghost, baptized in water and the Holy Ghost came. He was anointed by the Holy Spirit and power, and it motivated him to go around and do good and heal all that were oppressed by the devil. Acts 1.8 says, you shall receive power and the Holy Ghost comes upon you so you can be a witness, so you can have a purpose. So you can be a witness for Jesus in, in, uh, in Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Power and assignment. A supernatural power for a supernatural assignment. Some of you are here and maybe you've even been baptized with the Holy Ghost. But for whatever reason, you're not operating in any power. When the anointing comes, it will give you power. Tonight, you're going to receive power. You're going to start to see results. You're going to start to see things happen and start to see things move in your life because the anointing is here. The anointing is here. Psalm 92, 8 to 10 says this, But you, Lord, are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies, O Lord, for behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. But my horn, which means my strength, you have exalted like a wild ox. You have given me strength like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. Oil will give you power. It will give you strength. It will give you purpose. It will give you peace. It will give you power. Tonight I want to pray for people for fresh oil. Fresh oil. You may have received oil in the past. You may have been smeared by God in the past. You may have been rubbed with the Holy Ghost in the past, but there is fresh oil available for you tonight. Why don't we stand to our feet? Before I pray for those, I'm going to pray for those three things, peace, purpose, and power. Before I do, I want to ask you a question. If you're here tonight and you've never received Jesus, you're not a Christian. You don't know what's going to happen to you if you were to pass away. Would you go to heaven or would you not? 
You've never said, Jesus, come into my life. You've never submitted your life to him. But tonight you're here and you're saying, you know what? I think it's time for me to step into my calling. You're not gonna know what you're called for unless you know who called you. Jesus did. So I wanna give you an opportunity right now. Remember, this day. Not some future day, this day. I want to give you an opportunity to invite him into your life. Maybe you've, you, you have it at one point, but you, or you think you have, but you've gone far away from him, and tonight you're saying, I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. He is the baptizer of the Holy Spirit. He is the bringer of the anointing. So if that's you tonight, one of those two people, just lift your hand. I want to pray for you really quickly before we move on. Is there anybody like that? Anybody bold enough to lift their hand and say, it's me? Anybody? Yeah? God bless you, buddy. God bless you. Anybody else? Anybody else? Over here? Thank you. Thank you. Proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Back there? Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. I see that hand. Thank you. Thank you. See that hand. Awesome. 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 Over here, thank you. Thank you. Come on, I'm proud of you guys. Okay, we're going to pray a prayer. The whole place is going to pray it. Those of you that lifted your hand, I want you to pray this prayer out loud. The Bible says if we just confess with our mouth that he is Lord, believe in our heart, God raised him from the dead, we'll be saved. He'll come into our life. Everything can change just like that. So I want everybody in the building to, to pray this prayer, especially those of you that lifted your hand. Just say these words. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus to die on a cross for my sins. Lord Jesus, today, this day, I invite you into my life, and I declare that you are the Christ, that you gave your life for my sins. Forgive me tonight. I declare that I am saved, that heaven is my home, and God is my Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, can we clap for those people? Great job. Right over here, we have a response lounge. On the way out, please stop by the response lounge. Come talk to our team. We have a book for you, a Bible for you. We can answer any questions. We can pray for you. Whatever you need, we want to help you. What an important decision that you just made. There's about five or six of you. Praise God that uh, everything can change tonight. I was in Boise and I was going crazy at the 9 a.m. service and all of a sudden I like was short of breath. And I'm like, what is the elevation up here? <laughs> I couldn't breathe. So I'm like, they're like, I've never seen you drink that much water on stage before. But hey, the anointing is here. The anointing is here. So I want to pray for, pray for the first group of people. If you're here today and maybe you have been feeling pressure, maybe you've been feeling burdened by the things in culture, Maybe things aren't going amazing in your family. Maybe your marriage isn't a 10 out of 10. Maybe there's pressure. Maybe there's a yoke on you. Maybe there's some enslavement. Maybe there's something you haven't been able to break free of. The anointing will break and destroy the yoke and will remove the burden. So if that's you and you need peace tonight, I want you to lift your hand. I want you to lift your hand. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Why don't you guys come down? Come down the front. Why don't you just turn your palms towards heaven? If you need peace tonight, the anointing is here. The anointing is here. I just want to lead you guys in a quick prayer. And then I'll pray for you. Everybody in the front, I just want you to say, just say these words. Say, dear Jesus, I thank you that you sent the Holy Spirit, the anointing that breaks the yoke and that removes burdens. So right now, I receive the anointing. I receive the Holy Spirit. Take away my burdens. Destroy my yoke. I receive you now in Jesus' name. Now I'm going to pray. Father, I thank you. Father, for the anointing of God. I thank you, God, for the anointing. I thank you that it breaks yokes. Father, I thank you that everybody that's up here that is enslaved from fear, from anxiety, from perversion, from depression, from suicidal thoughts. Father, those people that maybe it wasn't even their fault when they were a kid, they got taken advantage of. Maybe it's abuse. Whatever it is, in the name of Jesus. I command every wicked spirit in the name of Jesus to release the people of God. I break your yoke in Jesus' name. I command freedom to come to these people in the name of Jesus. Right now, let the anointing break the yoke in Jesus' name. 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 Break the yoke. Break the yoke. Break the yoke in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you right now. Thank you right now. Power touches your life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I break your power. I come against you, devil, in the name of Jesus. I break any assignment against this woman. Loose her in Jesus' name. Get off her life. Get off her life. Now, in Jesus' name. Now, in Jesus' name. Loosed. Loosed. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you for the anointing. Breaks the yoke in Jesus' name. Breaks the yoke in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you right now, right now, right now, right now. Right now, right now. Loose these people in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you right now. Power touches your life in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Loose, loose. Be free. Be free. I thank you for burdens lifting. Just as they're standing here, burdens. I see burdens lifting, lifting. You can feel the anointing. Lift burdens, God. Lift them in Jesus' name. Lift them in Jesus' name. Lift them in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for lifting burdens in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for lifting burdens in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Loose. Loose.
I release peace over every person. Peace, 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 peace. Do you guys have a song you could sing? Why don't we worship? I'm going to pray for two, two more lots of people in just a minute. Father, I thank you for releasing burdens, for breaking yokes in Jesus' name. Power flows in Jesus' name. I want to ask, is there anybody here that are confused? You're like, man, I need purpose. I don't know what I'm doing with myself. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Lift your hand is that, if, there's, if that's you out there, if that's you. All right, I can ask the ministry team to come help me. The last one's going to be power. Hang tight. If that's you, if that's you with purpose, you can come forward. Ministry team's going to help. Team's going to continue to sing. We're gonna move fast. We gotta get. We gotta get done. So right here, if you if you need purpose, I want you to say these words. Say, dear Jesus, I thank you for the anointing. I receive the anointing now, Holy Spirit. I receive you now. Break my yoke. Release my burdens. Give me purpose. In Jesus' name, Amen. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com. 
or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.